0: the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the first chapter. The beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, behold, I send my messenger before your face who will prepare your way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. And he preached, saying, After me comes he who is mightier than I, the strap of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. This is the Gospel of the Lord.
1: In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. This past spring, on our tour of Israel, as we waited outside the walls of old Jerusalem, our tour guide, Sammy, told us about children's chocolate. There was a tree that shed small, brown, bean-like pods that, when harvested at the right time of the year, were sweet. He told us about how, as he was a child, that all his friends would collect them and eat them as a sweet treat, mainly because they were free. What was the name of these sweet pods? Locusts. Sammy, an Arab Christian, said that the locusts that John the Baptist ate weren't insects, because he pointed around and said, do you see any insects? Which you didn't. But were actually the pods because there were plenty of pods from the locust tree. Understood this way, John the baptizer ate children's chocolate and honey, which means that John the Baptist has a sweet tooth. Now, in Mark chapter 1, John the Baptist serves as a prologue to Jesus Christ. From the Gospel of Matthew, we know that there is no one greater born of woman than John the Baptist, except the one he calls worthier. This means John is the best at what he does, but he knows there's someone even better who will bring the best for everyone. His baptism, while it was for repentance and the forgiveness of sins, didn't deliver the Holy Spirit. Everyone would need to wait for that. You see, John's gifts were meant for just a short time, a burst, to get everyone ready for the one who would save them from their sins. Now, there was a temptation for many at this time to think that what John delivered was going to last. While everyone came to John to confess their sins and be baptized and live a faithful life, it was really God preparing people for Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Everyone needs the Son of God and the Holy Spirit to guide them through their growth and sustain them through tribulations. Children's chocolate and honey pack a burst of energy. This is what sugars do. By providing a hit of dopamine and raising your blood sugar, you're ready to do something in the immediate future. This can be a good thing, but as every parent knows, it's not meant to last. And if sugar is the only energy you consume, there will be a crash. There has to be something better that follows the sugar. Something that takes over with a steady stream of energy. Sugars combined with lean proteins and complex carbohydrates actually works for the long run in spite of what your children say. Of course the energy from the proteins, and the carbs, will require you to wait. But the wait delivers something that will actually sustain you. John the Baptist is meant for the short run. His whole existence prepares for Jesus. This doesn't mean that John is not important. In fact, John the Baptist is essential to the story of Jesus. There would not be any hearts prepared for Jesus without John. All of those people's hearts were made ready by John and were fulfilled when they were baptized with the Holy Spirit. This is what Advent's for. Advent is a great season, Advent is short. It's filled with a lot of things, a lot of energy. But Advent's main purpose is to prepare for something better, Christmas. Even though Advent is short and meant for what comes next, Advent is essential for Christmas because Advent prepares our hearts for the joy of Christmas. John the Baptist had a sweet tooth because his whole existence was bent towards Jesus. Locusts and honey were sweet, but John waited for someone sweeter. Jesus is the sweetest thing. He is sweeter than locust and honey because there is nothing that comes after Jesus. Jesus is the one we've all been waiting for. John prepares the way for Jesus, but Jesus is the way. John's baptism proclaimed repentance and forgiveness of sins, but Jesus is the one who forgives sins. And John's baptism was a cleansing, but Jesus delivers the Holy Spirit who purifies us and lives in us. There are two 17th century Lutherans that can help us understand this about Jesus. The first is Johann Sebastian Bach, who arranged hymn 546 in your hymnal. It's titled, O Jesus, O Sweet, O Jesus, O Mild. In the last verse, it describes how the sweetness of Jesus is the joy that fills the earth. There is nothing after the joy, because it fulfills the desires of every broken heart. Then there is Katharina Regina von Greifenberg, a 17th century Lutheran poet, who consistently refers to Jesus as the Sweetest, capital S. Again, she poetically writes about how the body and blood of Jesus is the sweetest thing she's ever tasted because it satisfies her longing heart by delivering the forgiveness of sins and the Holy Spirit. This Advent, let us enjoy the sweetness of the season. Let us prepare the way of the Lord in our hearts by confessing our sins and repentance. Advent is short and sweet, but let us remember there is one who's sweeter coming on Christmas Day, who will sustain us, enliven us for this life and the next. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Amen.